It's time for Quizzo with your host, Gregor. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. My name is Gregor, and it's time for Quizzo here on WLPNLP, Lumpen Radio in Chicago, and streaming on various podcast platforms. Glad to be here today and welcome. Today's episode is brought to you by Pleepco Toys. That's right, Pleepco Toys, real toys for real girls and boys. First, let's meet our contestants. Take it over to our first contestant we have today, Ian. Hello, Ian, how you doing? What's up, Grego? I'm doing great. So happy to see you. It looks like you're outside right now. How's it feel? Beautiful, brisk day in Minneapolis, Minnesota, South Minneapolis, changing the world. Very good. Um, it's great, man. Great to see you, too. I miss you, buddy. Miss you, too. Thanks for being here. Uh, now, Ian, some categories, your expertise categories you sit your way included Seinfeld, which is a favorite of mine, and we've done multiple times here on the show, uh, Stanley Kubrick, great, great director, and Japanese menu items. Interesting category there. Um, like I said, I'm a big fan of Seinfeld, but I'm very intrigued by this Japanese menu items uh, category. So I want to ask you a question here. I feel like you're really in touch with your inner Jerry. Um, <laughs> what would Jerry's favorite Japanese menu item be? You know what? I think he's a chicken teriyaki boy. Okay. What's your reasoning for that? I think, I think him and Larry David, they're both chicken teriyaki boys. <laughs> and I think that's what you get. It's chicken, it's chicken and teriyaki. I'm a chicken teriyaki boy. Is that your Seinfeld impression? No, this is just how I talk. <laughs> All right, moving. Hey, can I ask you a question really quick? Sure, go for it. Hey, who makes your theme music? Who, who, who made that thing? A Andrew, baby, our uh, producer. Hell yeah, that's a dope beat. Yeah, it, Love it, it. Gets us, it gets us in the quizzo groove every time. That's for certain. All righty. Well, Ian. Baby. Ian, thank you so much again. Let's take it over to uh, this, our second contestant, who you'll be going up against. We have Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello. How are Great. you doing, Greg? I'm doing swell. Great to see you. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Nice. All righty. So, Eric, the categories you sit your way, um, one of them is uh, the punk band, The Dead Kennedys, one of my favorite bands for sure. Um, you also sent 80s horror movies our way. We're kind of you know, just past the horror season here. But um, another expertise category you set your way was the absurdist comedy duo, Tim and Eric, which I thought was kind of appropriate because your name is Eric. So uh, like that you picked that one. Uh, going back to the 80s horror movies theme, um, I don't know about you, I, especially with the 80s, I really, really love the sort of like so good it's bad kind of movies. Is yeah, there absolutely. one, is there an 80s horror so good it's bad that you identify with the most? Like if you were a so bad it's good 80s horror movie, what would it be? Um, I'm gonna go with Gremlins, I would say. Classic. Uh, Gremlins Dude. Is, is just one of my favorite movies of all time. And, mm -hmm. and I'm, a, I'm a big Gremlins guy. Yeah, I'm kind of a Gremlins 2 guy, so. I, yeah, I just yeah. watched Gremlins 2 two days ago. <laughs> Me too, Eric. Oh, yes, yeah. I love it, man. There's a match made in heaven here. So yeah. don't get too friendly. It's, it's, 
it's you're the compete- funnest movie of all time. It's incredible. You're competing against each other, so don't get too friendly. Please stay enemies for the sake of the show. So, oh, I don't know if that's possible. So anymore. hard with such a likable guy. All righty. Yeah. Well, let's take it right to it here. Uh, first round is called Quizzo My Shizzo. It's going to feature questions from each contestant's area of expertise that we like to refer to as their shizzo. Eric, we're going with Tim and Eric questions for you today. Okay. And um, Ian, Stanley Kubrick, hope you brushed up. Me too. <laughs> All righty. We're going to take it over to Eric first with your first Tim and Eric question. Eric, what kind of man does Eric describe Tim at his funeral in the season two finale? What kind of man does Eric describe Tim at his funeral in the season two finale? It's been a long time since I've watched season two. (laughs) It also appeared on his tombstone in the uh, season opener of season three. I'm gonna gonna go with with ugly. Ugly man. Great yeah. guess. And that's definitely not true. Tim Heidecker is beautiful. Um, he is. He is. Absolutely. <laughs> Dana agrees. Um, so uh, one of our judges loves uh, Tim Heidecker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the answer was average sized man, unfortunately. Uh, so, oh, that's yeah. the correct answer. Yeah. He was an average sized man, which mm-hmm. honestly, that's how I'd want to go out as well. So zero points for you, unfortunately, but we're going to take it over to you, Ian, for a chance to get on the board with your first Stanley Kubrick question. Ian. What legendary stage, screen, and voice actor made his film debut in Kubrick's 1964 film, Dr. Strangelove, playing Lieutenant Lothar Zog? Okay, Lieutenant Zog. Okay, so he's a legendary stage and television actor, and this is his film debut, Strangelove. Legendary stage, screen, and voice actor. Oh my God, Zog. Seems like you're really channeling your inner Kubrick here. I'm really trying to channel my inner Stan. Would you call yourself a Stan, Stan? I'm, I'm a fan of Stan. <laughs> I'm a Stan fan. <laughs> um, Lieutenant Zog. Oh, my God. Becky. Oh, Jack Weller. Jack Weller is incorrect, unfortunately. James Earl Jones was the correct answer. James Earl oh, Jones. Oh, my God. Good trivia question, Greg. Hey, riveting game here, tied zero to zero. Still, so still definitely anyone. Let's, let's see if Eric can get on the board with another Tim and Eric question. All right, feeling a little bit better. Your second Tim and Eric question. In 2008, Tim and Eric directed and starred as an unhappy couple in a music video for what piano-playing musical artist? In 2008, they directed and starred as a piano-playing musical artist. 2008. Um, let's see, I know Eric has done music videos for quite a few people, mm-hmm. and uh, but a piano, so they did like the MGMT video, and they did, um, the answer is not Terry Crews, by the way, just to like, yeah, you know, so. Uh, I figured you'd be kind of a piano uh, uh, playing uh, fan, you know, Dead Kennedys. They're so known for their piano. They, they are very known for, for the classical uh, music. And so that piano solo and police truck. Yeah. <laughs> melts my yeah. Face. Um, 
Oh, who plays a piano? Um, uh-oh. Yeah, Cue I'm the running time. out of time. Um, <laughs> You're running out of time on the uh, show that's never really had a time limit. I'll look I'm going to say it was... St. Vincent? St. Vincent is incorrect, unfortunately. Right. Ben Folds. Ben Folds. All right. All righty. We're going to take it over to Ian with a Stanley Kubrick for a chance to get on the board. Ian. Yes! What is the only G-rated Stanley Kubrick movie? So that means you are allowed to see it because I know you don't watch above G. Well, it's not that I'm allowed to. It's that I'm scared to. Right. Um, okay. We got the killing. We got... <laughs> Is it go through? There's not that we got many... Spartacus. There's not that many Kubrick movies, we so got, this is fair. Yes. Okay. <laughs> G. Rated G. Okay. Oh, my God. This is hard. <laughs> Is it? I mean, okay. There's the seafarers. There's the day of the fight. Can I ask a clarifying question? You absolutely cannot. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Sounds promising. Now go for it. Well, might as well. Is this is this like a major release? Like a studio picture? Can I ask that? Good. I guess. Yes. Yeah. I would say yes. Yeah. It is a studio picture. Yeah. I had to think about that okay. one, which should kind of give a clue. Okay, I will say it is Barry Lyndon. Unfortunately, Barry Lyndon is incorrect. Ah, heck! 2001, heck? 2001 Space Odyssey Dude! is rated G. That's a G rated, huh? Yeah. Dude! I mean, you're just talking to a computer Greg. for three hours. So. Yeah. yeah. But well, it's a spooky computer. Yeah, the computer <laughs> commits a crime. So that That's should gotta be PG, PG at least. For like yeah, for like thematic element elements, and it breaks the law exactly, Eric. Yeah, you guys should become part of the uh, rating system then at this point. So, all right, let's yeah, take it. Thanks. Over to, uh, let's take it over to another Tim and Eric question. Eric, what outsider filmmaker did Tim and Eric try to team up with for an Adult Swim sitcom, but ultimately went their separate ways due to creative differences? Outsider filmmaker. Tried to teamed team up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, whoa, uh, almost did something I shouldn't do there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau is absolutely correct for 100 points. Someone's finally oink, on the board. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> yeah, I am Pigman. Pig <laughs> <laughs> Got some Tommy Wiseau fans here. 100 yeah. points for, Ian, or for Eric. Ian, let's, let's see if we can get you on the board with another Kubrick. Ian, Kubrick created a short list of comedic actors such as Bill Murray and Steve Martin to play the lead role in what film? Bill Murray and Steve Martin. To play the lead, lead role. role. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut is absolutely correct for $100. All right. Could you imagine either of those being in that movie? <laughs> dude, I can't. Honestly, dude, straight up. 
I can. I think. I think either one could maybe rock it. I know. I, I think it would be that would be a great choice. Anyway, um, so tied at a 100 each, but it's time to do our steal questions for a chance to get a little more points here. Eric, are you ready for your Stanley Kubrick question for 200 points? Uh, yeah, I know a little bit about the guy. Let's go. go. All righty. During the filming of Full Metal Jacket, actor Matthew Modine threatened Kubrick with a knife after the director wouldn't grant him permission to leave the set for what major life event? Couldn't leave the set for a major life event. How, how specific do I have to get? You, there's a there's an answer that's not that specific that would be correct okay I'll say it that way i'm gonna say death of a parent death of a parent unfortunately is incorrect ah. but ian, ian you have a chance to get this one right for 100 points birth of a child birth of a child is absolutely correct the opposite all right could you imagine being like, nah, you have to stay. You have to stay. Yeah. You're going to have to miss that. So. Well, right. dude, he's an important character in the movie. Can't just like walk <laughs> away for no reason. Got to stay committed. 200 points for Ian. Um, we're going to give you a Tim and Eric question. Do you know Tim and Eric pretty well? Yeah, baby. All righty. Well, if you get this right, 200. If not, if not, Eric could potentially get this one right. Ian, awesome show resident impersonator James Qual was himself impersonated by what SNL alum for the Tim and Eric fictional movie, The James Qual Story? Bill Hader, Spaghetti and Meatballs. Spaghetti and Meatballs is absolutely correct. Bill Hader, 200 points for Ian. That is going to do it for... Whoa, lots of buzzers there. That's going to do it for... Uh, Quizzo my shizzo. Uh, right now, Ian, you're in the lead with 400 points. Eric, you have 100 points down by 300. Still anyone's game. we got a lot more points to give away. And with that in mind, let's take it over to our second round, which is called Quizzo my bizzo. Now, Quizzo my bizzo is going to test your creative side with help from our sponsor at Pleepco Toys. Uh, they're looking for ways to improve their business. And our guest judge is owner, Macy Gift Simmons. Macy, hello. Hi, Grego. Hello from Pleepco. All righty, Greg, to see you here. Now, if you haven't seen in the headlines, Pleepco is getting sued because their must-have for the holidays toy, Skunky, has a product defect that sprays actual skunk spray in children's faces. So Pleepco needs a new realistic toy idea that's not going to stink up the holiday season. So using your pencil and paper, write down your suggestions. And then Macy is going to pick the contestant with the best response. And the winner of Quiz on My Bizzo will be awarded 200 points. Grab your pins and paper. Come up with that new realistic toy idea for Bleepco to bounce on back. And let's talk over to Macy while you're doing that. Macy, so glad you could be with us today. Me too. And, you know, Grego, thank you for just being upfront. Because at Pleepco, you know, we admit when we've gone a little bit too far. And, you know, our toys, we are known for having the most realistic toys you can buy. Mm -hmm. You know, realism, our designers take it so seriously. A little bit too seriously in the skunky case. You know, yeah. we weren't... You know, we weren't really thinking through that the, the hyper-realism of a strong, musky odor that was voice-activated, you know, by a child's voice. 
and would be so problematic. But, you know, I think this is an opportunity for us to pivot and to, to you know, really own this. And we don't want to hide from the past. So we're seeking a new toy that is hyper-realistic. You know, it extra points would go to something that kind of addresses the skunky odor problem, perhaps. And, you know, I think our contestants are going to have some great ideas. I don't know if they are family men themselves, but they definitely kind of have that cool uncle vibe. Yeah. And we're really into that at Fleepco. They're some of the best toy buyers out there. You know, cool uncles, cool aunts. They kind of go at a, a more unique route than uh, some parents do in purchasing their toys. And maybe they can win some points with their siblings by buying something that kind of makes up for the skunky odor that the last gift may have given. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. I mean, it, like I said, I think having a real toy like that is such a great idea. How, how did you go about obtaining this skunk smell? Is it what I'm thinking is how you... Oh, you it was real skunk. Yeah, we, we got some real skunk scent. And, you know, the, the idea was that children love to be immersed in, you know, exciting sensory experiences. And, you know, we wanted that kind of woodsy realness to our line. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Pleepco was just taking its mission too seriously. And I mean, that's, is that something that we really need to apologize for? Yeah, I, I do, actually, I do think <laughs> we do apologize. We were wrong, yeah. but we can make it right. So yeah. I want to hear what these contestants have for me. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to hear about these new real toys, realistic toys that's going to help you guys be back on all the holiday wish lists this year. So um, thanks again, Macy, for being here. Let's take it over to our contestants and see what they got for us. Eric, what, what do you have for Pleepco toys? How can they bounce back from the disaster that was skunky? All right. So the thing is, if you want realism in in the toy realm, you just make you make it real. You make it a real thing. And the real thing that we're bringing, I'm bringing to you, is the big splasher tomato wave pool. Um, and this is a, an item. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a child's pool uh, for your backyard, comes with a whole bunch of Campbell's tomato soup or doesn't necessarily have to be that brand. Uh, we, you know, make a partnership sure. with, uh, with any of the major soup brands. Mm -hmm. And then you get uh, little uh, floaties for your kid mm -hmm. that look like oyster crackers. Oh. And they can jump in the big splasher tomato wave pool and they're, you know, they're, they're little oyster crackers. They get the stink off. They're <laughs> having fun. Oh, so literally tomato soup for the, oh, wow. Yeah. I, that's a really good idea. And also with, you know, cold, cold season coming or, you know, cold weather season coming up and kids still being tired from being indoors all the time. Why not have a really nice hot tomato? Yeah. Heat it, heat it up. It, you get a, a nice tomato aroma for all the, you know, especially here in Chicago, put it out in, in the backyard next to the alley, all the rats running around. You just have a good time. All right. Well, thank you, Eric. Uh, Ian, I think we lost connection for a minute, but can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Ian, what you got What you got for Pleepco? How can they bounce back from Skunky? Okay, I have a, I have a couple ideas. Should I just pick one or what? No, all of them. Okay. All right. The first is called Bubble. It's the Bubble. And it's like a Wayne coin from Flaming Lips style bubble that the young child can get into and inflate. 
and even though they stink like a gunk, uh, no one else can smell them. And it's fun. It's bubble. <laughs> so that's one. Nice. It's fun. It's the bubble. And then two is uh, the squeezy squid. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's like a very cuddly squid um, uh, plush toy that you can squeeze and actual ink squirts out of the bottom. So even though you're covered in skunk smell, you're also covered in ink. It's fun. It's squeezy squid. And Definitely. kids love it. Kids, Trust kids, me. Believe me. Yeah, kids like art, you know. So ink, yeah, goes hand in hand. So much oh, better yeah. than smelling yeah. like stuff. So. Great idea. Yeah, and it can also be used for, uh, for adults who are into, like, mess fetish. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm glad Thank you're you. thinking about all the demographics here. You know, the, I think the big oh, splash of to. tomato wave pool can work there, too. Oh, yeah, I think for sure. Ian is taking that fun uncle role um, <laughs> pretty, pretty far there into the adult realm. But, I, you know, I'm impressed with these ideas. I really am. You know, the bubble. Yeah. You, can't, you can't get more real than bubble. I mean, it's right there in the name. It's, it's a bubble. And I think there's actually some kind of cross-marketing potential for you know, our current climate of, you know, insulating yourself and staying safe. So that's interesting. But Ian, I've got to say, I think we'd be kind of repeating the past uh, with the squiddy because that's just going to get us in the same uh, skunked, you know, inked up boat that we are currently in. So I, I Quite think... possibly. I, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Eric's idea, I think, actually has, you know, there's a trifecta of business success that I'm hearing here. I think we all know, you know, that pools have had a resurgence, you know, in this uh, stay at home type of climate, they've been a hot, hot item. But as we get into the winter months, no one wants to jump in an icy pool. I think a hot variety uh, tomato that, that gets directly at our, our little skunk issue, um, that really, you know, that adds a new dimension to this. And then, you know, just the cherry on top, those oyster floaties, my goodness accessories accessory potential that's where we make most of our money you know you buy this one thing and then you got to buy 20 things you know 20 things more so your kids have everything for their tomato soup wave splash experience i'm sold i'm gonna give this one to eric awesome 200 points for oh. eric yeah Did I, mean I mentioned that the kids can do the floss dance in the bubble does that change your mind <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't. No. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. <laughs> nice try. I I'm happy to see that both of you kind of went the inf inflation route, though. And, um, you know, uh, Macy, you're right about um, – uh, I, I lost my thought. Either way, I'm just so happy about this tomato soup idea that I can't even remember what I was going to say. But either way, Eric, you got the 200 points. Uh, you're only down by 100 now. 300 for Eric, 400 for Ian. Um, we right. have – Macy, thank you so much for being here. But it's time to take it on over to our last and final round, which is called Pop Wizzo. Now, in this final round, contestants will be asked general knowledge questions for 100 points per correct answer until time is up. Unlike the Shizzo round, you will both answer the same question and will alternate who answers first. Uh, we, so we decided to go with a theme. We've been doing theme ones this one. And since this is going to be a December episode of the show, we're going to do some Christmas related questions here this one's going to be about christmas adjacent movies now if you're familiar with the term not right away seems like a christmas movie i, I guess technically gremlins would kind of fall into that so that uh, but that's not it's not one of the answers here but these are christmas adjacent movies 
what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be giving a description of these movies. You just simply have to tell me which one it is. Uh, everyone ready for Pop Quizzo? All right. Ian, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. Can we go one at a time or? So the way it's going to work is I'm each going to give you the question. Um, feel free to write it down if you want. I don't know. Whatever you need to do. We're going to alternate. And um, like I said, you're each going to get the same question. So one will answer and then we'll follow up after that. And then I will reveal the correct answer. Okay. All righty. So the first Christmas adjacent movie description, this 1974 horror and holiday classic follows a group of sorority girls who receive obscene phone calls from a deranged killer. Take a second to think about it. You know, I got this one, Grego. Well, let Eric write this one down and I'm going to take it over to you first. Ian, what you got? Black Christmas baby. Just saw that thing. Is that the full title? Black Christmas baby. Just saw that thing. <laughs> Nope, nope. It's actually just Black Christmas and then comma. I added baby to and, and accentuate. Okay, okay. Uh, we're going to take it over to Eric. What is your guess? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Black Christmas, baby. Just saw that thing. <laughs> I think we can give points for that for each one. So 100 points each. Uh, Eric with 400, Ian with 500. Still anyone's game. Your next Christmas adjacent movie question. This Chicago set rom-com from 1995 sees Sandra Bullock as a CTA worker rescuing Peter Gallagher after he's pushed onto the tracks by a group of muggers on Christmas Day. And Ian, since you are not from Chicago, CTA is our transit system here, just to let you know. Oh, yeah. All right. This is a blue line train to Forest Park. Very good. I'm impressed. You should, you should transfer you. here and get a job. I'd love to. All righty. So once again, this Chicago set rom-com from 1995 sees Sandra Bullock as a CTA worker rescuing Peter Gallagher after he is pushed onto the tracks by a group of muggers on Christmas Day. Eric, do you have an answer? I don't, unfortunately. All right. All uh, right. 1995, Sandra Bullock. Um, That's it's this isn't the movie, but it is it is one that's set in Chicago. I'm gonna say it's Wicker Park. All righty, Wicker Park. Ian, what's your answer? Oh gosh. Sandra Bullock. Peter Gallagher. Is that's the watermelon guy, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. Um No, that's Gallagher too. Oh, right. My bad. Um heck, it is. I'm gonna say twenty-eight weeks. 28 weeks is incorrect, unfortunately. While you were sleeping is the correct answer. I think we have time for maybe two, one more question. So, Eric, if you get this, it's going to be a tie game, so we'll see what happens. But otherwise, Ian, if you get it, you're going to win, or if you both miss. Your last All question, right. a stock market scheme to use insider information about the price of orange juice in this poorly aging comedy from 1983 actually led to a new law called the Eddie Murphy Rule. And me, my, me first here? You first, Ian. Trading places. Eric, what's your answer? Uh, I will say trading places as well. That is both correct for 100 points. Although Eric is behind by 100, Ian is crowned the champion of this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, Grego. Congratulations. Eric, you rule. I love you, buddy. Thanks. Eric, love you as well, Ian. Eric, you're going to be on the wall of shame. Ian, you're going to have all the defective skunky toys sent to you. Feel free to sell them. They're probably worth something at this point. So 
Thank you for Woo! being here, guys. Just been Quizzo. Happy holidays. Thanks, you guys. Take care.